when I first started, I was kind of like in denial, I think. And I had like a normal straight size like dress form. And I was like, this is all I need. No. Hey, plus size nerds. This is Nancy Basile. And I have another fantastic interview with two beautiful cosplayers all ready for you. These ladies both dress as, you can guess, Ray from the Star Wars movies. Ashley and Alex, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. <laughs> we are going to talk all things Ray cosplay today, but before we get into that, I wanted to ask you both just how you got started into cosplay. Um, you know, was did a friend drag you into it, or were you inspired to do it? Let's start with you, Ashley. How did you get into it? So I actually started cosplaying in 2012. Um, it was an avenue that I didn't think was available for me because of my size. Um, and one of my best friends, Diana, was the one who finally pushed me to, you know, go for it. <laughs> and I've been hooked ever since. So. Oh, that's fantastic. Now, is she plus size also? I would say she's like, you know, curvy. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's great. And that brings up such a great point because a lot of women do think that if they're not, uh, I want to say movie accurate, <laughs> that they can't play a character. So I think that is really great that you took that leap. Yeah, she was super encouraging. And for me, um, you know, watching anime and for me specifically, Sailor Moon, when I was growing up, you look at all these animations and they're super slender. And we're inclusive of all sizes, but when you're looking at that and that's constantly what you're being reinforced, you kind of feel like there isn't a platform for you. So yeah. it was super encouraging when she was like, you know what, just do it, try it, go for it. And I was like, okay, if you think I can do it, then I'll try it. <laughs> oh, that's great. How about you, Alex? How did you get started? Uh, so I've been cosplaying for 12 years now. Um, yeah. I started actually for my first wedding anniversary. My husband surprised me by taking us to a Harry Potter convention because we met on a Harry Potter forum when we were 15 years old. Oh my uh, goodness! That's adorable! And, and I really wanted to dress up as the characters that we met RPing, basically. We met RPing James and Lily, so we cosplayed them to the convention. And then ever since then, it was like a downhill spiral, like down into cosplay and hasn't stopped. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. What a great story. So the two of you met on a Harry Potter forum. Yeah, talking about like the movies and role playing and such when we were 15 years old and we got married when we were 20. Wow, <laughs> yeah. that is fantastic. Now, the two of you, do you... Do you shop for your items? Do you make your items? Is it a little bit of both? What's your uh, process? We'll start with you, Alex. Uh, I do a little bit of both. It depends on the costume. This particular one I'm wearing, my Deku Ray, I've made everything but the leather bits on it because um, I have zero leather skill whatsoever. <laughs> um, but most of my costumes I sew myself. Occasionally there'll be a costume where I'm like, I want to treat myself and I just buy one or there's sometimes too if the costume you can get it for cheaper than it would be to make myself i just save the money and time and i'll be like okay this piece is much cheaper to buy than it would be to spend 
all the really? time on the materials and everything. Yeah. So, I mean, sometimes you see things like, I mean, there's some Sailor Moon costumes you could get for like $60 on Chinese websites. Are they accurate? No, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but, but sometimes it works out. Wow. Um, I, have a, I have a Padme, like the Padme Lake gown. Uh, mm -hmm. It's not very accurate, but I really like it. It looks very pretty, and I got it for fairly cheap on Amazon, and that would have saved me all of that dyeing of that fabric would have been so long. If I wanted to do something like Rebel Legion with it, I would take the time to upgrade it, but since it was just for fun for me, I figured, eh, <laughs> I'm just going to buy it. <laughs> Did you grow up sewing? Uh, yes. Uh, so my grandmother taught me to sew when I was 14. Um, and so I learned the basics, but I didn't really learn like a lot of stuff until I started like doing costumes myself. And then I was looking at YouTube tutorials and stuff. And my grandma has been like, you do so much more than I taught you. Yeah, that's wonderful. How about you, Ashley? Uh, do you shop? Do you make? What's your story? Um, I tend to be a little bit of both as well. It really depends on what it's for. So I actually run a group called Moon Menagerie. We're a Sailor Moon cosplay group on the Northeast, and we make um, all our fukus. So all the accurate ones that Alice yep. was kind of referring to, we are those crazy people who are investing the money making them. <laughs> um, but for example, like for this ray, it's kind of a mix of I made it, Flash, I bought it because again, I also don't do leather work. <laughs> um, and the tabards as well, I had to buy. Yeah, that's I love your porg. <laughs> <Thank Adorable>. you. <laughs> now, how about you? Did you have you learned as you went, or did you grow up sewing or putting together outfits like this? So, I actually only started sewing in 2018. Wow. Um, so I've only been creating for two years now. My dad uh, actually got me a sewing machine for Christmas as a surprise. So I ended up taking it on and making a circle skirt, and then it was a complete downhill spiral after yeah. that. <laughs> Same with me. <laughs> let, let me guess. Do both of you have, like, rooms that are just full of fabric? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting in it. I'm, like, currently renovating this, this office to be a sewing room, actually, because the toddler took over my other area. Uh, <laughs> yes. Everyone I know who sews has a room somewhere that's just full of fabric that someday <laughs> they're going to use yeah. or they might use. I, I admire it because, oh, I, I have zero skills in that area. And I hats off to you guys because I think it is a definite... It, there's a special challenge when it comes to sewing for yourself um, and trying to take a pattern and make it fit to your own curves and things like that. Have you have you struggled with that or did it come easy to you, Ashley? Um, for me, it is 100% been a learning curve trying to size things for my figure, um, mm -hmm. especially when you're dealing with certain fabrics. Like with Sailor Moon, we use a dull tricot, which is very stretchy. Um, and it is body hugging, so making sure that you have an accurate fit is so important. But I will say, even since um, starting to sew in 2018, I have noticed a lot of pattern companies starting to be more inclusive of plus sizes, which has been really refreshing and makes things a little easier. That's fantastic. How about you, Alex? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I agree with what she's saying. That patterns have gotten a lot better and a lot more inclusive since I started this whole process. 
And the other thing, too, is, like, when I first started, I was kind of, like, in denial, I think. And I had, like, a normal straight size like, dress form. And I was like, this is all I need. No. <laughs> and, like, my fit got so much better once I actually invested in, like, a one that was my size. And I was like, this is, and she looks like me. It actually looks like it's going to look now. Because every time I'd, like, put it on the dress form and have to, like, pin it in the weirdest ways to even make it fit. And, like, since getting that, it's been so helpful. And it's kind of hilarious to put my husband's Kylo on it and realize that the hips are too big to get, like, anything around it. Oh, that's funny. Oh, my gosh. So what drew you to cosplay as Ray? Oh, God. Alex. I, I have the same reaction, Alex. I was like, ooh, emotional. It's an emotional journey. Um, oh, gosh. Um, this is... I'm gonna make this as brief a, of a story because it's a long story, but like I'll like- You can tell the long story. Condense it. Um, in 2000, well, Star Wars has been like in my life since I was two. My dad like sat me down with like, this is Star Wars. And like, I've loved it since then. Uh, but in 2015, when, the, when Force Awakens came out, I was extremely ill. Uh, I have Crohn's disease and I had a complication and had to go into surgery and almost did not make it. I ended up in the ICU for 10 days. I had an ostomy bag. I couldn't walk. It was like, it was legitimate hell at that time. And like the only thing that kind of kept me out of depression was the force awakens and just clinging on to like a character that even in the darkest times where she's been left on this planet for 15 years with like no hope, had hope regardless and was able to overcome it. And I just sort of clung really hard onto her character. And, um, you know, it, at least for me, I had like a happy ending here where like my Crohn's is in remission. I have a daughter now and, you know, we've made through all of that bad time, which is really good. Yeah. And oh I just sort of goodness. dove headlong into cosplaying her and made every single costume she's ever worn, which is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. That's fantastic, though. That is great. And I hope that there is a TikTok either already made or going to be made of you in every single one. Yeah, there is. <laughs> and everyone <laughs> Everyone like watching this, I just want you to know there's going to be links in the description, so you'll definitely get to see that TikTok. That's great. What a story! I, I, my heart breaks for that you back then. Uh, that's an incredible story, but I'm so happy for you now. Thank you. <laughs> Do you find going through something traumatic like that gives you confidence to do something like this because? nothing is ever going to be as hard as that yes uh i was used to be extremely hard on my body and costuming and such Actually, right before all of that happened i finally started wearing like tattoos for um uh, a character called crystal and marvel who i really really love i started putting on like spandex suits and stuff but i was still like extremely tough on myself and after that experience and like having an ostomy and everything, I was like, what's the point? What am I waiting for? Why am I wasting my time being like, I need to lose weight to cosplay X character because I don't know if I'm gonna have it tomorrow because that just happened to me basically. So it just put everything in perspective 
and was like, I'm just going to do whatever character I want. I'll modify it if I feel comfortable, if I have to, but like, it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. And it just pushed me forward to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I love that you said that. What am I waiting for? Oh yeah. my God. There are so many times I wanted, I, I have said that to friends and acquaintances. What are you waiting for? Oh my gosh. Well, Ashley, I'm sorry you have to follow that up. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what has drawn you to Ray. Um, for me, I also grew up watching Star Wars, thankfully to my mom. Um, and I remember watching the films and being like, I don't know that I really connect with this because I didn't feel like there was a character for me to connect to. Um, sorry to all Padme people out there, but she ain't it for me. <laughs> um, so then Force Awakens came out, and I remember sitting in the theater like, oh my god, like here's a strong character who's been kind of ostracized, pushed out um, by everybody, and I've been bullied for a lot of my life, and I felt like I could really relate to her strength in those situations. Um, mm -hmm. And and actually, when I did start to cosplay Ray, I didn't even think that I would fit into the picture. Um, and I ended up joining a Ray cosplay group for costuming. And that's how I met Alex. And when I saw her pictures, I was like, oh my God, like if she can do it, then I can do it. And then she ended up being my mentor through the process of making this costume. Oh my gosh, that's such a great story. Wow. I am so right there with you because I remember going to see The Force Awakens with our whole family. Um, every Christmas, my husband's family and some of my family, we would try to meet somewhere where we could all, you know, congregate and go see it together. We even took our kids out of school to go see it. <laughs> but my daughter at the time, so Force Awakens came out in, was it 2012? 2015. 15, okay. Yep. So she was about seven, eight years old, perfect age. And I got so emotional because I was like, she's getting the character that I didn't get. You know what I mean? Like, this is so fantastic that she gets to grow up with this, you know, as the woman on the screen. I mean, it's just phenomenal. Just phenomenal. No makeover scenes. No kissy no face. <laughs> no. No floating around and having babies or whatever the heck. She's just like <laughs> there to fight and save the world. It was fantastic. So I feel both of you. <laughs> now, through your cosplaying, um, you both have talked about your own stories. Have you found that other people connect with you because of that, Ashley? Um, I would say definitely. My whole platform, um, ever since I started getting more seriously into cosplay, is body positivity and body inclusivity. Um, I believe this is a hobby where everybody has a space and they shouldn't be made to feel excluded because of their size or how they look or their race or their creed or whatever. Um, and it's been interesting for me because I remember starting similar to Alex being so critical of my figure. And then as I started posting more content on social media, all of a sudden people would message me and be like, you're such an inspiration. You inspired me to try this character. And you kind of take that when you're hard on yourself and you're like, really? But then you really start to listen to that feedback and you're like, well, if what I'm doing is helping someone else, then it's worth it on top of my own enjoyment of being in the hobby itself. Yeah, all oh, that's fantastic. How about you, Alex? Well, we know that you inspired at least one person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, I've, I've also gotten those sort of messages and that it, 
it, it touches my heart anytime I do. And it, it's also so important to me to be body positive and like anybody can be any character. That's the whole point of cosplay. If you want to talk about accuracy when it comes to like sewing or such, that's a different conversation. But like, I don't think you need to be look like a character to be accurate. Because yeah. it's it's about costuming and having fun. It's not about an acting job, basically. It does. I, so a lot of people take it as like, oh, well, you can't be Ray because you don't look like Daisy Ridley. Well, Disney's not hiring me. I'm going to a convention and having a good time. Like, <laughs> I'll do what I want. <laughs> but yeah, like cosplay for me has been uh, like a creative outlet for me and my husband that we both share together. And like my husband, I, I don't know if I would call him a plus size guy, but he's a larger guy. So I mean, like also we both are very like body positive and that sort of thing. That's the message we also want to put out. And also that like, this is something you can do as a family and like have fun. And like my kid doesn't technically cosplay yet because she's like a toddler, but I put her in some stuff and we're actually doing a, like a mommy and me Ray shoot coming up soon and I'm super excited about it. I have a little Ray dress for her. <laughs> so cute. Oh my God. Please tell me that you're going to dress her as the asset at some point. Oh, yes. Yeah, we, we plan to do the child when we finally get to the two. <laughs> she has like a onesie, but she grew out of it that had like the little Yoda ears and everything. It was so cute. <laughs> oh, that's adorable. What advice would you give to someone then who wants to get started? They're nervous about putting themselves out there. Uh, you know, how do you handle negative comments? Like, I, because every anyone who puts themselves out there, me included, at some point is going to get some comment from some Yahoo. So what is your advice for that? Um, I guess my advice for that is to just, as you said, it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what size you are, what you look like anything someone's gonna say something someone someone's gonna have an opinion eventually it might not be all the time it might it, it depends on the platform too tiktok is worse than instagram and facebook for sure uh because it's all 12 year olds and they all have an opinion and so, <laughs> but um it depends on how much you put your like what platforms you're putting out on and stuff but it's gonna happen and i think the best thing to to do is to remember that this person who's saying this is obviously not in a good place because you cannot be in a good place to be doing and yeah and also you could be like hey you're an a-hole and like and brush them off that way but like for me it was kind of realizing that like these people can't they can't be having a good day like to, to do this because i had i had something happen oh god i don't it was right after the last jedi someone took one of my pictures and put it in like a a sith posting group and um somebody like sent it back to me so i found it and it was like a thousand comments it just kept kept going and like, like for, comments? yeah no like like raids and mcdonald's and that sort of stuff just oh just God. going and you know like for a day i was really 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 upset about it and reading the comments and i was like what finally i was like i shouldn't i shouldn't be reading this first of all i should just like step away from it and not look at it ever again it was deleted and you know 
after that happened, I was sort of like, well, the worst that could happen happened. <laughs> I survived it. So here we go. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's a great way to look at it. I cannot believe that. I mean, I know yeah. that, that stuff happens, but holy cow. There is a twist to the story, though, because like six months ago, I got a random Facebook message from this guy that said, hi, I was the person who did it and I wanted to apologize to you. I, I couldn't oh, wow. believe it was years later. And he was just like, I was not in a good place in my life. I did bad things and I wanted to apologize to you. And like, I accepted it. I was like, yeah, like, thank you. Like, I never expected that in a million years. No. Like, no. Like, it, it puts it in perspective, too, that like, these people are, are you can't be like, okay, if you're doing this to people. That's not, no. it's not normal, basically. Wow, good for him that he did that. That is yeah. amazing. Oh, that's amazing. Wow. How about you, Ashley? What would be your advice to someone who, you know, they want to start doing something like this, but they're afraid to and they're not sure how to, you know, handle that negative feedback they might get? Um, I kind of agree with Alex. Uh, it's something that I've learned through just growing up. You know, when you're when you're in it and you're young, you take it so personal. And even when I first started cosplaying, I would take it so personal. Um, and now that I'm 32, I look at it as similar to her, where it's like you must be going through something, or you must be hurting, so you need to project this energy onto me. And while that's unfortunate, I'm gonna choose not to take it. Um, and similar to what Alex said too, like if you're gonna talk about sewing, then of course I'll take constructive feedback. But if it's about my appearance or my size or what I look like in a costume, it's just not for me. And I've had instances where I've gone back to people who have sent these messages and been like, hey, like I hope you know what you said doesn't impact me, but you could send this to someone who might be on the verge of something unfortunate. And that could impact a choice that's long term. So you might want to think about right. what you're doing. And I have I have had people be like, oh, I didn't think about it like that. Which is like, why wouldn't you? But <laughs> that's oh, good for you to point that out to them and kind of open their eyes. I love that you said, I'm going to choose not to take it. I love that, that you have like taken back that power of choosing not to let something upset you. You talked about being bullied. Um, how did you work through that growing up? Um, it was certainly a process and many years were not fabulous. <laughs> um, mm. But again, you know, knowledge comes through experience, whether that's positive or negative. And I remember by the time I reached my senior year in high school, I was like, A, I'm never gonna see you people again, hopefully. And and B, same principle. I just kind of like, what's going on in your life where you feel like that's okay to say to another human being? Um, you know, and nobody's perfect. We all have bad days, and I really try and keep that in mind as well. Like, you get frustrated with people. It is what it is. But to come for somebody's appearance or size or something they can't change, that's really unfortunate. Yeah. Oh my gosh, so powerful, ladies. This has been absolutely wonderful. Thank you so much for doing this and for dressing up because you both look fantastic and I absolutely love it. And like I said, guys, there are links to everything in the descriptions so you can follow these ladies on Instagram and check out their other looks. Alex, Ashley, thank you so much for joining me.